What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode. I'm your host, Javier. Okay, so I'm going to be diving into this next piece is how to turn one idea that you have or a strategy or a concept or some sort of teaching that, that you know of that you can you know, help other facility managers um, implement. So just take one idea and turn it into seven pieces of individual content on LinkedIn. So you're probably asking yourself how to successfully grow a facility management company in today's digital age while still remaining profitable. You know that marketing should probably be in the mix, but you may not know the best approach, the newest strategies, or which digital platforms market on. So how do you use marketing to grow your effort business today? That is a question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Javier Lozano Jr., and welcome to the Facility Management Marketing Podcast. Okay, so... Think of it like this. It's one idea that gives you content for seven days in a week, okay, and and how you can, you know, essentially leverage this. And so the concept here, the idea that I'm trying to kind of implement is that you don't have to overcomplicate these things that you want to share if you're trying to position yourself as a market leader uh, in, in facility management, property management, that sort of stuff. So all you really need is is to have a solid idea and understanding and how to explain it in almost any way, anytime, off the cusp kind of thing. Like essentially, if I woke you up at 2 a.m., you could actually dive into this and, and explain it all and, and everyone would understand. Okay, so you know, this this uh this this strategy is it's very simple, it's nothing groundbreaking, it's just trying to unlock some things inside of you to be like, oh, that's a really good idea. I should probably try that as well, too. So how to take one idea and turn it into seven pieces of content. And so what you're gonna do is you're gonna start with a pillar piece of content that's like a newsletter or, or a podcast, okay? And so something that, you know, you, it, 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 there's there's a lot of pieces to it, if you will, okay? So it and it has to have some sort of legs because, and when I say pillar, it has to be something that that's strong, that you can stand on, like it has to be strong so you can build things off of it, all right? So what you're gonna do is you're gonna turn this into seven things. So the first one, you can turn it into a story. So this idea that has, you know, that has a strong pillar to it that you can use uh, as a newsletter or as a podcast or something like that, you, you basically create a story out of it. So you use examples of like, hey, we had a customer that was experienced X, Y, and Z. And as soon as we implemented this strategy that we use for all of our FMs, all of a sudden they no longer experience that. They now have, you know, ABC going on for them. So a story is going to give it a real life experience of like, oh, wow, these guys know what they're talking about. And this makes sense. And so how I would structure this is, is you have this this pillar content um, newsletter you know whatever living on your blog, okay, and then what you do is is you use that as kind of like okay I'm going to use this to drive traffic to to explain more. So then on day one, say Monday, you post a story and you tell a story about whatever your pillar content is, your pillar blog is. And, and you give it an example, a real life example, how to implement or how to how something went or like this is what took place, that sort of stuff. OK, telling this story is going to make things more relatable. All right. On day two, Tuesday, you can create a listicle and the listicle is going to be like and, you know, something that you have this concept, this idea, whatever it is. 
and you say, and here are five ways that we are able to solve this issue, you know, boom, 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 boom. And then here are six ways on how you can implement this without even using us if you didn't want to. And boom, 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 boom. So you give listicles. So what you're trying to do here is you're you're trying to put like practicality to this. Like step one is this, step two is this, step three is this, step four is this, step five is this, and you give things down. Now, don't just, you know, make five steps just because I said five, but like whatever you think that should be. And then add some context behind that listicle as well too. So don't just post something of like, you know, do weekly, you know, preventative maintenance or do monthly preventative maintenance. Okay, well, let's break this down more. Like, what does that involve? You know, like stuff like that. So break it down more towards more valuable. And and this listicle can be like just a really good way of of just kind of educating. And now don't be concerned of like, well, if I give out my secret sauce, then all of a sudden they're not going to hire me. They're going to do it on their own. They're not. And if they do, that's fine because there's going to be something more complicated that comes up. They're going to be like, you know what? We need to contact this company because they helped us with this, this, and this. And, and what they said has been amazing, but I bet they can take it to the next level. So just think of that, that kind of stuff, right? Number three, on Wednesday is you're going to do a teardown. And so this, this teardown is kind of like literally you're tearing something apart, so you essentially have, you know, your pillar content that you have like, like on a blog or a newsletter or a podcast, whatever. And then you essentially find the arguments against this and you tear these things down or you tear something apart that people typically would face. And then the solution is what you're offering. OK, this tear down shows you like. Yeah, if you do this, this, and this, this is what typically happens. And we see this because of this happening, this happening, and this happening. You're, you're, you're basically breaking things down of all the negative kind of, uh, you know, all the negative uh, possibilities that could take place um, by just kind of looking at something from like your experience, okay? And this is great because what this does is that people are like, oh man, I didn't think about that. Oh, that's interesting. Oh, man, I had no clue that could possibly happen. Or, oh, wow, I can do that. That's that's actually safe. Or I can I can get my team to do this or that's really smart. Like that, that's that's I you know, never would have thought about that. And I've been in this industry for 20 years. Like it's things like that. OK, on Thursday, you're going to create what's called an observation post. And so an observation post is going to be like, hey, you know, we tend to see a lot of people, you know, experiencing this, this, and this around this time of year. And so when you do an observation post, this post, this observation is, is just like looking from the, looking from the outside in, you're just kind of sitting there on the outside, seeing what's going on. You're like, man, this is kind of crazy. You see what's, you see this. And so these observations, they should align with what's going on with with your pillar blog or your newsletter or podcast. But these observations are, you know, can be kind of like put together almost as a stir. It's like, you know, this week alone, we've had these, you know, three phone calls with prospective FMs. And this is what they're telling us right now. And, 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 you know, what their experience. And, And so what we're observing is this. Okay, 
and you you give an observation and you give some points like we're observing this is taking place around this season in this location of the country. This is taking place around this part of the country, but not because of the season, but because of this. And when you give an observation, it's because you're you're really looking at the landscape. Okay. All right. On Friday, you're gonna do a contrarian take. And so, you know, this is gonna be kind of, you know, like almost like a hot take. Okay. And 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 what I love about hot takes is that sometimes they're controversial. Sometimes they're not controversial and they're like, oh yeah, we all kind of agree with this. But taking like a hot take, if you will, is a really, really good way of, of just, of just kind of like, um, uh, I don't want to necessarily like, you know, like being, uh, what's the word I'm, I'm looking for? Um, being controversial. That's not the word I'm looking for. It's the the goal here is to kind of is to kind of create um, debate or to create a little like uh, like oh I don't know if I agree with that or oh that's an interesting take huh never would have thought that one and a contrarian take you know or 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 hot take is how I would take it is 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 just more of like. This is what I think. Like the other day I posted a hot take on um, generative AI. And so, and how there are people still out there kind of like iffy about it, not using it, not leveraging it. And I kind of just said, it's like, you don't need to be worried about robots taking your job. Don't worry about that. Like that ain't gonna happen. But you know who's gonna take your job or that promotion that you probably are gonna get passed over? The dude that's actually leveraging AI. That person, they're taking your job. Why? Because they're able to do, you know, to, to, to leverage a tool that is giving them more at bats, uh, more opportunities to kind of evaluate, uh, you know, ideate, um, outline things, create more efficiencies and frameworks. Like there's a lot of stuff going on with, you know, generative AI that is allowing people to kind of take one man shows and two man shows and, and really put them into like, we're operating like we're a four person team. And, and that's what's amazing. And so hot takes are, are great. And this is, this is something that you should be thinking about. And keep in mind that when you have this like newsletter or blog or, or podcast, you're putting the link to, your, to that post in the comments. And so usually at the bottom of the post, you're going to say, if you want to learn more about X, Y, and Z or why I think this, Go to and read our blog, link in the comments and say that, okay? This is going to give you a little bit more reach, right? Number number six, this is going to be posted on Saturday, is past versus present. Um, I love these. It's like before it used to be done like this. And today, because of technology, you can do this. And before, this is what used to happen. But now, with what we've created, you can do this now. You're able to, to cover more ground. You're able to... To manage more, you know, more fires and that sort of stuff. Like doing a past and present is a really good way of, of like people that have like, oh yeah, I remember that. And, or we're still doing that. There's a new way of doing this. Really? Like this exists. This is possible. And so this is opening eyes as well too. So you're going to get two sides of the coin. People are coming like, oh, I remember those days. Those days were crazy. And then other parts of like, 
I had no idea you can actually do this now. Like, like there's like asset management tools. Like that is crazy. And so to keep in mind here is that past and present is just it's just a like a it's not like pros and cons, but it's just more of like hey, and and things continue to evolve. And if you're you know an FM company or a PM company that is always pushing the the technology you know edge, if you will. This is a great opportunity to kind of showcase what you guys are future building or future pacing or, or, or those sort of things. All right. And then the last one is going to be a, which is going to be done on, on Sunday. Now, I'm just giving you random days. Like you can do this over like, if you didn't want to post all seven of these in seven days, you can post two per week. And that would give you technically what, two, seven weeks. Okay. Or no, like three weeks, three and a half weeks. All right, so there's different ways on how you can massage I'll talk about this in a second. All right, so the last one which should be posted on Sunday is a future prediction. Now, people think this is very controversial because they're like, well, what if you're wrong? Yeah, what if you're wrong? But what if you're right? What if actually what you predicted actually happens and you have a pulse on the industry and you understand exactly what's going to be playing out because You've been in the space for 15 years or 20 years and you're like, I see this happening. I see this coming. Some people have that natural intuition that they can kind of future predict certain things that are going to be taking place. Post stuff like that because what's going to happen there, if you if you do those things, not all the time, but sparingly, but people are like, huh, that is an interesting take. That's not necessarily a hot take anymore. That's a like... I'm predicting the future and this is what I'm anticipating to be happening, okay? And it's and, and some people are going to be completely wrong. So then next time you post, like, hey, you know, 18 months ago, I posted about me, you know, believing that this is what was going to happen. I'm completely wrong. This is what really happened. But, you know, where I missed the, where I missed the boat, here are areas that I actually was pretty dead accurate on. And then you can, you know, use that as well too. So... Future predictions is not a bad thing. It's 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 one of those that if you're looking at data and you're analyzing the market and you're analyzing how things are moving along and that sort of stuff, you should have a pulse on this where you could be like, yeah, I, I anticipate this to happen. Like I do that for my own job as a CMO is I'm constantly future predicting like, all right, if if the volume of leads that we're getting is is continues at this pace and we're seeing this, this and this. I anticipate us to be getting more of this, this, and this. That's the kind of stuff that you you got to do. And then you're like, well, what if you're wrong? Yeah, who cares? Just, you know, lick your wounds and move on. So understand that all this stuff, the way you're structuring this, you're, you're, you're basically feeding your post, okay, that you have, that you created your newsletter, your podcast, your blog, that's like, really rich and really good and you're trying to get more eyeballs to this thing on a regular basis so i'm going to just kind of repeat this you want to be able to create a story you want to be able to create a listicle you want to be create a, like a teardown okay and the teardown can be like like hey these are pitfalls or this is like you know like these are don't do's like stuff like that all right an observation a hot take a past first present and then a future prediction you do this, you can do this as one idea, one concept, one strategy, one approach, one tactic, if you will, and you can create seven pieces of content. And this gives you ammunition to promote things, to share things. 
to, to have people start sharing their thoughts and asking questions and, and seeing how you're positioning yourself as, a, as an expert or a leader in the facility and property space. Like this is an opportunity to kind of get more distribution, if you will. Okay. And this is just one idea. Imagine if you're posting two pieces of content per month. Just think of it like this, two pieces of content per month, okay? You can technically take this strategy, okay? And the content's like 2,000 words, so two, um, two, you know, two blogs per month, right? You can take this strategy, these seven, you know, these seven pieces of um, like content for, for LinkedIn, and you can spread it out over two weeks, you know? And it can be Monday, Wednesday, Friday, you talk about a story, a listicle, and a teardown. And then the following week, on Tuesday, Thursday, uh, or Tuesday, Tuesday, Thursday, um, Saturday, and Sunday, or something like that. It can be, you know, your other four: your observation, hot take, past and present, uh, and future prediction. And then each one points back to your blog. And then you've got two weeks of that where you're pushing content or you're pushing traffic to your blog. And then you have a new blog that's coming out. And then you do the same thing. And this can be set on repeat. So maybe part of the process is that, you know, you're you're mapping out your content that you're writing, you know, for, you know, this blog post of what you're going to be having. It's like, you know, 1500 words or 2000 words. And then you're also mapping out like, okay, and the supporting posts are going to be like this, a story, a listicle, a teardown, an observation, a hot take, a past and present or a future prediction. And this is, and then you're just going to kind of like bullets, boom, 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 boom. And then you're going to write the blog and then you're going to pre-write your content for each of these and then you just schedule them and then that's it and you do that for two weeks and then you repeat the process for the next two weeks and this can be done literally like week after week after week and at this point you know if you're writing two pieces of content per month that's 24 pieces of content and that's really if you think about this what's 14 7 24 pieces of content, you've got 14 times 26 has 364 posts because it's technically almost a posting. No, it's, it's half of that. My bad. So it's half of that post. So you're posting for half the year, essentially. That's pretty good. Simple strategy that you can kind of, you know, expand on this. And so the idea here is that you don't have to overcomplicate sharing content on LinkedIn. It can be this simple. All right. So hope this was helpful. Three things I ask at the end of my podcast. Number one, please share this podcast with somebody else. Um, this is how our podcast has been growing. We don't do any kind of advertising or anything like that. Like uh, if I've reached out to you, I've reached out to you personally to have you listen to our podcast and or my podcast technically. And, you know, I do this because... You know, I, I really think it's it's important to to build from the ground up and give to the community and help. And so that's it. All right, number two, please give us a five-star review on either Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And number three, please uh, take the time to connect with me on LinkedIn. So if you have any questions, comments, that sort of stuff, like if there's a certain kind of episode you want me to kind of cover or topic, like let me know and I'm happy to do that, all right? Thanks a lot. Have a great one. All right, guys. Thanks for taking a listen to our facility management marketing podcast secrets. Uh, This is your host, Javier Lozano Jr. 
One other ask I've got for you guys is, is to subscribe to our email list. You can go to boldermediasolutions.com slash email, and that way you can get updates on some marketing trends that I'm seeing, uh, some strategies that I'm executing, and more importantly, I'll be actually launching some webinars and training that's going to help your company use marketing strategies to essentially grow your business. Uh, we'll be doing some training, uh, offering some courses, that sort of stuff. So you can always unsubscribe to that email list. It's no big deal. It's not going hurt my feelings this is more for facility managers i'm sorry facility management companies that want to grow their business by using marketing all right guys thanks a lot and have a great one